Welcome to the Jesus Sisters podcast. It's not a coincidence you're here. We thank you for joining us on this journey to seek a close and personal relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. Happy Sunday morning to all. Uh, you might not be listening to this on a Sunday, but we are so glad you're here. Uh, my name's Laurel, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Allie Plaster. Hello. And, uh, hello. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking to you about living in the present moment. I mean, who doesn't need to do more of that? Unless, if you have it mastered, could you please send me some tips? I'm working yes. on it. It's a process. <laughs> uh, so we're going to go ahead and start off with prayer, and then we're going to jump right into it. We got lots of good scripture, as always, and uh, hopefully we'll have a message for your heart and your soul. So, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for every ear that's listening to this podcast right now. We thank you for blessing us with the gift of having a voice to share your scripture and to share your messages, Lord, uh, through the Jesus Sisters podcast. We ask that you empty us of ourselves so that whatever words we share today are from you, Lord, and a message that you have anointed us to share with someone else so that they may feel the Holy Spirit and see the Holy Spirit working in their lives. We thank you for all of our blessings and all of our gifts, and Lord, please help us to continue to live in the present moment. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, that was wonderful. Good. Ready to go, feel, Jesus sister? Yep, feeling those prayers. Feeling those <laughs> prayers. Can I get an amen? Amen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, so today's uh message or our topic today, I feel like I feel like this has been a real challenge for me throughout my life. Um, I feel like I'm getting much better at it. Uh, I can only attribute that to being in the word and uh, spending time with God each morning. Well, uh, let's just keep it real. It's not necessarily every morning I do my best, but just having that personal relationship with the Lord. But this first scripture, I'm going to start us off. We're going to start off with a bang. And this to me is the epitome of living in the present moment. And it's Matthew 6, 34. And I'm sure you've all heard it. So if you know it, repeat after me. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I'm like, uh, yeah, I can speak to that every day of my life. Amen to that scripture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I think that, you know, this is just a great topic because, you know, living in the moment is kind of this positive mantra that we all, you know, are like, live in the moment, but sometimes it can actually be extremely easy not to live in the moment either, you know, you're, <laughs> you're focused on the, yeah. It's like, you're focused on the past, which, you know, can't change the past. The past is what it is. There's no changing it. And then the future, you know, hasn't even happened yet. So, you know, it gets, you know, a lot of times you can either be focusing on the past and maybe things that can't be changed, which, you know, does no good or the future, which hasn't even happened yet. And there's no control. So yeah, it doesn't really work. <laughs> I know. I, well, I've shared openly about anxiety that I've 
experienced in my life. And when I was really struggling with my anxiety, it, I wasn't worrying about things in my past as much as I was worrying about things in my future that like didn't even exist. Like I could have just a fleeting moment of just a flicker of an idea across my mind. And then my mind would take it and it would blow it up. And it would be like, as if I was living it in that moment and it was really happening. And it, there was like this rational part of my brain that was like, this is not real. You know that, right? Like, you know, you're crazy. And then, <laughs> and then the irrational part of me is like, but it could really happen. And it's just so ridiculous. And again, I really wish I would have been in the word at that time. I wish I would have so desperately had that personal relationship with God, because it's so important when you start, when I, when now, when I get that little flicker, I stop and I just release it to the Lord. I'm like, I, Lord, take this from me. Like, I know this is crazy. I can't say that I don't have a crazy talk that goes on in my head, but like, if you could just release it right then and there, I mean, the Bible tells us like, you cannot worry about tomorrow. Plus none of that stuff really ever even played out. Like it was like all this weird stuff that I had going on in my head that actually never even existed or happened. Oh yeah. Cause our, our minds can really take us to a whole new level. I mean, I can, I can speak to that for me personally. It, I struggle, you know, being present sometimes, you know, this world is constantly full of distractions. So it can be very, you know, hard. It can be a challenge. It can be a, like, you have to discipline for me. I have to discipline myself to really like focus on the, on the present. You know, I'm a lot of times I do, you know, reflect on the past, you know, I'm better at it than I used to be, but I feel like my personality, you know, before I even came to Christ was always, you know, focusing on the past. Oh, I could have done this better. Um, you know, maybe, oh, maybe my best years and my opportunities have passed me by. And then, you know, like you said, if you struggle with anxiety, you know, you think about like the worst possible scenario. Isn't that funny how like, you know, for me personally, I'm like, why did I always, why do I always go to the worst case scenario? Why doesn't my, why doesn't my brain go to the best possible scenario? <laughs> like, you know, well, there's a lot to be said for that, right? Like, because what if we were envisioning our lives as just amazing, you know, we just, and the thing is, is Allie and I, before we were really in our personal relationships with the Lord, we were like all about the law of attraction and stuff like that. It's like, uh, the law of attraction also tells you that's stupid that you're like, <laughs> you shouldn't be thinking about all the bad stuff instead of all the good stuff. Uh, but yeah, like, why are we not envisioning our futures as amazing? And like, it's all going to work perfectly instead of it's going to blow up. It's going to be a disaster. Everything bad is going to happen. Yeah. And, and I feel like, you know, I love Psalm 1611 because it says you will make known to me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy in your right hand. There are pleasures forevermore. And so it's like, you know, you have to be present in order to be in his presence. And that, or, and that's, you know, what says is fullness of joy. And, um, you know, I feel like it's really hard to appreciate what God has given to you or to be thankful or grateful for the things that are happening in the moment. If you're always, you know, living in the past or in the future, you know, it's hard to live in the moment when you're thinking about the past or about the future. And then you're just not really following 
God's purpose for us, which is like being present, focusing on the now living in the moment, because, you know, tomorrow isn't promised. That's why, you know, Proverbs 27, one says, do not boast about tomorrow for you do not know what a day may bring forth. So true. I think one thing that's really important and something you were saying when you were talking reminded me about when I was getting, getting ready to get married. Oh my gosh. It was, you know, just a couple of years ago, probably 14 years ago. Um, and a decade I, and a half. What? <laughs> Don't even say it. Bite your tongue. <laughs> um, and someone said to me, and she wasn't even married at the time. I'm assuming she had been married before, but, and it was a lady that I was teaching with and she pulled me aside. She goes, listen, I just want to give you a little bit of advice on your wedding day. I want you to do this. I want you to promise me you're going to do this. And I was like, okay, like, what's she going to say? Like, who knew, right? She goes, I want you to take a moment while it's all happening. And I want you to go stand in the corner and I want you to stand back and I want you to look at every single person that's there. And I want you to feel the moment. And I was like, oh, like that kind of sounded weird, but kind of awesome at the same time. She goes, it's all going to go so fast and it's all going to be a blur that everything's going to come and go before you know it and you just won't remember any of it. And so what you when you were speaking, that was it reminded me that like part of living in the present moment is being still right. So you Mm -hmm. have to be still, whether it's still with God or just still to feel, you know, everything that this beautiful world that he's given us. Um, sometimes for me, it's like sitting outside in nature and even if it's just in my backyard to just be still, to feel that present moment. That's when I really feel it is when I'm being still. Oh, absolutely. Because I feel like you can't even acknowledge what, you know, if you're just constantly go, go, going, you can't even, like I said, you can't even acknowledge what God might even be doing. Like a lot of times, you know, I feel like you might be like, oh, you know, or I might say, oh, God is, God is far away, but it's because I'm not being present and being still and listening. If I'm too busy, you know, everything else gets, you know, drowns out and it makes you, it makes it almost impossible to be able to live in the presence and be able to hear what God is even trying to say to you. And you're like, I'm just so overwhelmed. I got to just keep on going. And it's like, no pause, be still and no God. Like, (laughs) you know, what's so funny is I've been feeling like, um, I've been getting up in the morning and I've been doing like busy tasks before I spend time with the Lord. And then, you know, the more busy tasks I do before, if I come and sit up here and in, in my office and I do my devotional right away, like I, number one, I always feel better, but like lately I've just been like, oh, well, I'm just going to put those clothes away that I folded, or I'm going to do that load of dishes really quick. And then I'm going to do it. And then as soon as the busyness gets going, then it's like, almost like I can't find a gap of sitting down and, and spending time with God. So like busyness can be the death of us. Like it will, it will, there will always be something to do. And I say this, I'm, I'm talking to myself right now. There's always going to be something to do. Like you have to stop and be still, um, when you feel like God prompts you and, and he keeps sending me a little messages about busyness and I'm like, okay, I get it. Like every time I do my devotional or scripture of like, why am I always reading about busyness? Like, okay, I see, I see you. You're telling me to, to sit because it never stops. Be present. 
It yeah. never stops. And then you can get into a, a rut where you're almost like, well, you're putting it off. So you're thinking about what you need to do, not really being present because you're too focused on, oh, I need to do this, this, and this. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Or, and then, then again, you're not living in the present. And that's, you know, I, I love James, you know, cause it, it really, speaking on perspective, which was our last episode, this gives you some perspective on, you know, living in the moment and why I think, you know, Jesus definitely wants us to live in the moment and enjoy each day that he gives us. And it says, come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such a city and spend a year there engage in business and make a profit. Yet you do not know what your life will be like tomorrow. You are just a vapor that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and also do this or that. Oh, <laughs> like, dang. Burn. Mm-hmm. Like, Cause it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm, like uh, that's, that's some perspective there about living in the moment. Like, you know, that what's that scripture, you know, a man you're, plans you're his steps, but the Lord oh, directs ahead, them. No, it, it's true. It's like, you know, you might p- make plans, but the Lord is the one who, you know, directs your steps and knows, you know, the days that you truly have. So it's like, you might as well enjoy each day, you know, that you you're given. Today is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad. Ooh, I remember that song. Is that based on scripture? That is scripture. That is, um, I know it's in here somewhere. Let me find. Uh, That is Psalm 118.24. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So we're supposed to rejoice and be glad for each day we have. Each day is a blessing. I, you know, I feel like I should know that, but I do remember as a kid, like, this is the day <laughs> like, we, just, we, we would sing it all. The, you know what song I'm talking about, right? Yes. Yes. I don't know all the words, but I'm like, yeah, you're bringing back I do, my Bible but I won't sing it. <laughs> I, I will say my Sunday all. school days. Yeah. So I was having a similar, like, I, I love that, that James scripture. Um, I was, I read a different scripture. I read Ecclesiastes. Three one, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And while they are a little different, I got that same feeling as I got when you read James four thirteen through fifteen mm-hmm. about like creating plans. So like I'm a planner. Like I mean, I like to have a plan. I like to be organized. Uh, if I'm organized, I feel like I have some sort of control, which is a giant facade. But what I found is, I mean, it's important to plan, right? Um, Because otherwise then nothing will really happen. But I think the problem comes in to when we're living in the tomorrow so much that we start obsessing over it, right? So you plan for tomorrow, but if you're playing out the results of tomorrow and like, is it going to go good? Is it going to go bad? You know, then I feel like then now I'm living in tomorrow instead of living in the present moment. And so oftentimes, I mean, I, I think you'll probably identify with this as well. Like you, you're planning for your dream vacation, right? Like, and you're so like living out your dream vacation in your head before it's even happened that like, when you actually have the vacation, there almost feels like there's some level of disappointment because you've like had the whole vacation. And then when it doesn't go according to whatever you're imagined plan for tomorrow, then it almost feels like a letdown instead of just like you plan for it and then you go and you be present and you just 
live in every single moment of it. So I don't know, that kind of remind me, that reminded me of that thought process that my brain, that, that, uh, what's that rabbit hole that my brain takes me down sometimes. I'm like, no, get out of there. Get back to today, please. Well, and then it just, it kind of robs you of, of your joy. If you're always living in the, you're never able to slow down and appreciate, you know, what's really truly going on or, you know, that it says our life is like a vapor one day we're here, the next day we're gone. And so it's like, telling us to appreciate who God has put in our lives. You know, you never know when that'll be the last time that you're able to see somebody. And so if you're too focused on, you know, what hasn't happened or what used to happen, you, you don't, you don't appreciate what is happening, you know? And, and I always tell myself like, you know, Jesus didn't say I was, or I will be, you know, he says, I am meaning that is very present. He's like, I am present. So, you know, that gives me, I need to be present. You know, I don't want to miss out on the people that he's given me because far too often I've, you know, that's part of looking at the past is, you know, you can look back and go, yeah, I've, I've probably, you know, maybe squandered some, some memories that could have been, you know, better had I been more present, had I been more focused, had I appreciated where I was at when I was at at it. You know, some, I feel like a lot of times people will be like, had I known that was going to be the best days of my life, I would have, you know, enjoyed them. Like they were the best days of my life, which can also, you know, so I think that's, that's something to be pondered on to say, okay, I'm going to live in the present because I have had these feelings. And maybe if I apply myself differently and show up and really be there, if I have to be there, I'm going to be there. Yeah. I like that. And, and, um, that will lead me into Isaiah 43, 18, um, through 19. It says, do not call to mind the former things or ponder things of the past. Behold, I will do something new. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness rivers in the desert. And I'm like, okay, okay. Like rivers in the desert. So even if you're, yeah, if you're in a wilderness, like you know, Jesus is, is, you know, just reiterating and affirming for you. Like, don't, don't dwell on the past, you know, get a lesson out of it to be present, but, you know, don't spend too much time there because you can't go back and God's, God's working on us. He's, he will make, you know, our paths straight and he will work everything out for good. If we just keep our eyes on him, you know, he knows he created us. He knows what's going to bring us to fulfillment. And so we just have to hold on to those things and, and, um, you know, put one foot in front of the other and, and just be, be still, but be present. Yeah. I think living in the past can be so dangerous, Mm -hmm. um, because then we're trying to, you know, we're basically trying to redirect or relive what happened in the past. And yet we have no control over it. If we were supposed to live in the past or relive the past, I feel like God would let us do that. Right. But, um, I, I see it always end poorly. Like I have some friends in my life that I love, love, love dearly. And I know that there's a lot of hurt and pain in the past, Mm -hmm. but I, I see sometimes that hurt and pain, um, it becomes their present, right? Because it's not, you're still living in it versus 
accepting it, giving it to God and releasing it. And it's so hard because it's really easy to relive the past because you know what it felt like. You've walked through those steps. You've been there. But uh, again, I think if the Lord wanted us to relive the past, he would let us, right? We'd be able to travel back in time. Oh, as far I, as I know, yeah. we can't travel in time unless you know something I don't know, Allie. I'm not, I do not, I do not see that happening. That has not happened, but we can, <laughs> you know, sometimes we like to make our minds travel back to the past. And I feel like, um, you know, that can also be a trap of the devil. He loves to remind sure. you of, you know, I've, I've struggled with, you know, some of the things that now I know are wrong that I've done before I, I, you know, was had this personal relationship. And I believe like a true believer, you know, we've, we've talked about that in our other, not that we didn't have a knowledge of God, but didn't know who he was or what he was about or his ways. And now that I do know, I'm like, wow, like, yeah, I've really done some things that, you know, I wish I could take back in a, in a, in a way, because I, you know, if I've hurt anybody or led anybody astray because of my worldly views, like that, that does bother me. But, um, you know, at the same time, that all brought me to my present, which now I know Jesus. Now I have eternity. I'm saved like, and glory be to God that, you know, he chose me and pulled me up out of that pit. So, you know, there's also a beauty in making these mistakes to get to where I'm at, to see how much God has done for me. Oh, amen to that. Jesus sister. I love yeah. that Allie. Oh. It's so true because so, and that's your perspective, right? Like, so fixing your perspective, fixing your focus. So the past was a time where like, maybe you made choices that you wouldn't decisions you wouldn't make today, but that doesn't mean that despite those choices that you're not exactly where God wants you to be. And so that's super, super important. And I think it's pretty profound. Um, I, I think back to like when I was a kid and, um, there was a tough time when my parents got divorced when I was a kid and my mom had to find a way to provide for our family uh, on her own. My dad wasn't, uh, working at the time and they were going through a divorce and she was responsible for four young kids. And I remember during that time that my mom was so stressed out. She went from being a stay at home mom to going and, and having to find a way to afford to feed all of her children and still like somehow get us to school and get us to our events, you know, like all the, the struggles of a, of a single parent and still like have a job and all those things. And I remember sometimes watching her pay bills and she was just like, crying writing checks and i would be like mom why are you crying like total ignorance is bliss when you're a kid because you just have mm. no idea she's like i that. just don't know how we're gonna have money to eat i don't know how we're gonna have money for this and that and and we ended up uh, getting on food stamps and stuff like that and so when i think about that part of my past um the reason that i bring that story up is because of the scripture of matthew six twenty five. it says uh therefore i tell you do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is life not more than food in the body and more than clothes? And I that scripture is so profound to me because my mom was like living that scripture. Like she was worried and yes, she was crying and all that stuff, but like God tells us that he is going to carry us. And so 
if you are living in the present moment and you're not worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow and you just get up and you're doing what you got to do to survive for that day and you're giving it to God because she was a, and still is a very godly, very spiritual woman and she trusted in the Lord totally and she like was the epitome of this that she just got up and she did it every day. Um, I just think it's so important that, you know, as an adult now, that I continue to look at that and say, you know, don't worry about if you got a bill, don't worry about what you're going to eat or drink because God will carry you. Well, because he's given you the example of even as a kid and when things were in, in dire straits, you know, he, he provided. And I think that's, you know, that can be a way for, it can be hard to live in the present when you don't have, um, you know, like a lot of times you don't know the scriptures or you don't know God's ways. And so you don't have that scripture on hand, especially if you're a child. Like that's why I think it's so, or I know it's important to teach your children those things, even when things do get tough and that, you know, the future, you know, from what you can see on paper might not look good. You know, there might not be a lot of money and, but Jesus says, do not worry about those things. Like, you know, he, he cares for us. And, um, you know, I think that there's, there's comfort in knowing that. And if you're a child, sometimes, you know, I, I do remember, um, growing up and kind of having similar situations like that, you know, where my mom did the best that she could, but, you know, I don't know how much of, you know, the scripture she really knew at that time, but I just remember always being scared, you know, oh, is there going to be food? Is there going to be, you know, are we going to have a place to live? Are we going to lose our house? Because, you know, my mom was always telling us like where we were at and it kind of gave me a fear, which I think fed into, you know, how my anxiety played out as an adult. And that's why I'm just so thankful for the scripture because God's like, I get it, but you don't need to worry. Like I, I know the hairs that are on your head. I know when a sparrow falls and it's like, God's got me and he's carried me through every trial I've had, every discomfort, um, kind of like we said in the last, last, um, episode with, with Paul, you know, I've known what it's been like to live in poverty and also live in abundance and I'm content with both. And that's why, um, Hebrews 13, five is, is a great reminder. It says, make sure that your character is free from the love of money, being content with what you have for he himself has said, I will never desert you, nor will I ever forsake you. And he hasn't deserted me. I know that the word is true to that. Yeah, it's so easy to get caught up in that, right? Like in the future, like, will will he desert us? Will we end up without a roof over our head? Will we not have food on our table? Um, and I, I, I just feel like all the people that I know that have gone through very dire straits, they all say the same thing, that he carried me, God carried me, and couldn't have done it without him. And he has a way of providing. It might not be exactly what you had in mind, but it's still providing. And I think that's super important. So, you know, as we're working through our struggles, just because he doesn't always answer us exactly how we've prayed for or what we would like to see happen doesn't mean that he's deserted us. You know, if you are having a meal and you have a roof overhead and you have clothes on your body, then he's carrying you. 
and I know that's easy for me to say because I'm not going through it right now. That doesn't mean that I didn't go through it though, you know, and, mm-hmm. and to be able to look back and see how God had his hand in everything. And say, I came out on the other side, you know, and even as you, as your relationship grows with him, um, you can look back at your life and go, he has carried me through times where I, you know, didn't know anybody was there kind of yes, watching me and guiding me. Now that I have this personal relationship, I'm like, God, I see you have always been there. You really have never left me or forsaken me. You are with me till the end of the ages. You're with everybody till the end of the ages, like alpha omega beginning and the end. Like it is true. Like, uh, and I am, and just to know him, we are blessed. And even if we, we go without, you know, yeah. he, he will, you know, work everything out for good. Even if it's not, you know, sometimes on this earth, things are, are troublesome and, and things, you know, to our perception, you know, we might not look at it that way, but, you know, I know when we enter eternity and God reveals to us, you know, the mysteries, we're going to be like, Oh, God, know, you right? so awesome. I, can't wait. I have lots of questions. Yeah. Lots of questions yeah. that I can't wait to get answers to. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, I find that the older that I get though, the more I see God's work at hand in my past. I think sometimes oh, absolutely. at like the, all those times that I felt like I was distant from the Lord, even though like I grew up with him, I thought, oh, well, you know, I'm not really going to church. I'm not. And, and as I get older and older, I have a recall, a memory for whatever reason, like something will happen and I'll go, God was there and carried me that whole time. But like, I I didn't think about it until like, it's just a random moment that comes up. And so, you know, even though it might not feel like he's carrying you, he is. And if you don't have the perspective on it now, you will one day. Yes. Yes. It's all, it's all a process. He's all working on us. And we're all, that's something that also helps me is like, we're all in different you know, spots in the race, but you know, we're all still running the race and, you know, we got to love people where they're at. Yeah. Love people where they're at. And, and another, just, uh, to get you focused on living in the moment, you know, in Ephesians 5 15, it says, you know, therefore be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise making the most of your time because the days are evil. So then do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So, you know, now that we do have this, uh, knowledge and relationship with Christ, it's like, he is telling us to live in the moment, to make the most of what he's given us. You know, he, he deals with us each individually and gives us what we need while we're here on this earth. And so, um, you know, I think that that's just a great scripture to help us to realize, like, we should be, we should be living in the present. And then I wasn't going to say this one, but I think this is how I'm going to end my, uh, end my, my scriptures is Ecclesiastes 5, 18 to 20. And this Ecclesiastes was, uh, written by Solomon, who was the, you know, what he asked God for was, you know, he could have asked for anything, but he wanted knowledge. He wanted to be the most knowledgeable man to ever walk the earth. And so God gave him that. And, um, he said, here is what I have seen to be good and fitting to eat, to drink and enjoy oneself and all one's labors in which he toils under the sun during the few years of his life, which God has given him for this is his reward. Furthermore, as for every man to whom God has given riches and wealth, he has also empowered him to eat from them and to receive his reward and rejoice in his labor. 
This is the gift of God, for he will not often consider the years of his life because God keeps him occupied with the gladness of his heart. Mm, So it just, yeah, it just kind of does show like, and even when like things are good, like, you know, to enjoy, enjoy when it's good, because that's a gift from God. Absolutely. Enjoy. You have, we have to, and like you were saying back from our other episode, you have to be willing to find joy in poverty and in abundance. And, um, and that perspective and living on the present, living in the present moment is, is so, so important. I have one last scripture, uh, Matthew eleven twenty eight. come to me all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And I just felt like that scripture just said, you know, if you are living in the past and you are trying to live in the present, right? Or sorry, in the future, and you're not living in the present, come to me, right? Come to him and he's going to give you rest. Be still, enjoy, take in all the, the precious gifts of today because you only get one today. You'll never mm-hmm. get it again. This is your, today's the only today that we're going to have. <laughs> the Give tomorrow us will be this a different day, today. our daily bread. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. How did 30 minutes go by? Like in two seconds, that was like two seconds. I don't know. That might feel like the fastest episode we ever recorded. I have no idea. Maybe it's just, too maybe much we were, on my maybe end. we were just living in the presence. Oh, I wonder. <laughs> Sorry, we don't get out. We much, have fun. We, yeah. work, we work from home quite frequently. So uh, we yeah, think we we're funny. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I was entertained by you. I always, it's always a joy to have fellowship with you. And um just so grateful for my Jesus sisters. And because, you know, oh, it, it, it does help me with you. my walk. So hundred percent. It's so nice. If you don't have a Jesus sister, you should get one. Everybody mm-hmm. should have a Jesus sister or more than one. It's very helpful. And we uh, are your Jesus sisters. Th- so keep that in mind. Yeah. You can come to too. us that anytime. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you everyone for joining us and for, for being a part of our episode today. Um, as Ali always likes to say, where two or more are gathered, there we know he shall surely be. And so we hope that you were able to get a message from the Lord and you can take that out and live in the present moment. And uh, we will see you again or hear from you again in two weeks for our holiday special. Um, miracles. We don't know if it's going to be on. Ho- I was like, I don't know. I we don't we were know doing exactly miracles. what it's going to be yet, but it's our holiday special. I thought we were doing uh, miracles. Are we doing, are we still doing that? Or did we change that? Oh yeah, I guess we're doing (laughs) miracles. I forget. Oops, my bad. Well, miracles, you guys. We'll leave you on a cliffhanger. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? We'll see what the Holy Spirit has in store. (laughs) Whatever God wills, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. We will let you go on on about your day (laughs) and have a blessed day. Amen. Be blessed. Thank you.